Welcome back to another episode of The Rest, a podcast where you get to hear the rest of the story and where we continue the conversation uh, that started Sunday. I am your special guest host today, Joel Kovacs. Usually Jared is the host, and I am the special guest Mm -hmm. every week. Today, I'm the host, and I have a special guest, Roy Hall Jr. in the house. What's up, man? In the building, man. In the house. Excited to be here. Yeah. The house? In this house. In this house. It's not your house. I mean, I mean, it's everybody's house. It's all of our houses. I love it. How you doing? I'm just happy to be here. Are you? Yeah, man. I'm excited, man. What's going on? Everything. Yeah? I'm just wondering, I don't know, if you're just listening to this, like I'm looking at your outfit, like, I know it's cold out, but it's like you couldn't wait. You're that guy that can't wait to put on his new winter outfits. This is not. Like, look, this isn't new. You look like you just finished cutting down seventy two trees. <laughs> I look like I am going to uh, a <laughs> Yellowstone party. You do Christmas time, but do. I gotta just put a black You're hat layer on. right now. I know. Man. Looks nice, though. I mean, you it's know, cold, but you just couldn't wait. Like you, like man, it's, it's twenty degrees. I'm throwing well, on the day. All I did was put this on. I didn't put a coat on. This is oh, for like in, your this coat. is in, okay. this is all right. I'm going solid, outside man. in this. It's solid. Little it's Christmas 22 situation. degrees, bro. It's not really like a red. It's not like Christmas. It's just a nice little crimson. You really look like you're supporting Alabama, but I'm not. You look like Crimson Tide right now. Crimson Tide? No, this is more like. Who is this? Like it's crimson. It's definitely who's, crimson who's, and who's black. black. Who's who's crimson and black? Maybe South Carolina. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This looks a little South. You're like a Bama fan right now. Sorry, man. I'm not. I ran into a uh, an Alabama fan the other day. He's from Alabama. Mm-hmm. He was with another friend of mine that moved here from Tennessee, and he's a Tennessee fan. Okay, and he was hanging with his. Who Alabama. are your friends? What are we doing right now? They move here, man. I don't. They don't. These I don't. SEC shoot, guys. I don't pick them. They pick <laughs> Get these me. SEC friends. Who they come to town, and and he. I'm sitting with this Alabama fan, and I'm like, you know, fine. Yeah, fine. It's okay. I'm like that's it. You're you're like the one school, yeah. that basically can basically make fun of the Buckeyes yeah, and be like, you school. don't matter. Yep, they're the only school. And there's nothing to say. Like I was like trying. Can't. I got no. I don't. You have got a, nothing. I got there's nothing, nothing say. to say. Even in a down year, it's still a good year for them. Like the difference is from an athletic standpoint, Coach Saban's been there so long and has accomplished so much in so many different... I mean, the last 20 years, they have six, seven national titles? Yeah, they had... And, and he, I, he has seven, I think. Yeah, and he has seven with the LSU one. Six or seven, yeah. And he's got three since we yeah. had our last one. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That guy brought that up. You know what happened is when we beat them, I think Nick Saban was like, never again will we lose... Like, he retooled and changed everything. I have to say that that win was maybe my favorite win. Yeah, it's a top five ever. That's, that's That was bigger than beating Oregon for the national title. Now, oh, winning the national title, but we, I mean, 21-7, to 7, underdogs, I, I think we were probably three touchdowns, you know, dogs. Everybody knew we were going to beat Oregon. Yeah. And then and then when Zeke ran that, yeah, was that crazy. was that, that moment. Um, speaking of the game, we're going to talk about the game. Sure. I was listening to some guys on the radio. I listened to you on the radio, but I was listening to some other Thanks, guys man. too. No, you're being selfish. Roy's on you the radio, but you didn't I listen heart. to me. But why didn't you? You weren't listening to me though. Not this week. Why? Because it's not. You're not. Are you on six ten? Yes. But what time? Doesn't matter. The time. I mean, bro, I need to listen. Like, I'm sorry. You, 
It's iHeartRadio. You can go back. I know. What are you I need doing, to go man? back. Why, why are you treating me this way? I don't know. Why on the week of the game Lazy. do you decide? Lazy. Like, I'm just not. Well, I also know that I can just call you up and have my own you radio. Really, you could. <laughs> my own radio conversation. Different. I know it is. But here's, here's what I want to point out to the listening oh, no. audience. Okay. What a the... great audience we have. You have a lumberjack situation Most going on with this outfit. Most people just listen. And you're sipping on your little white chocolate latte mocha <laughs> with the Christmas colors from Starbucks. I know, man. Like, what are we doing right now, man? Dude, you're chopping down trees, your little comfortable situation here with your latte. It's not Bro, bad, man. you know, it's, it's autopilot. It's I love it, man. It's just the way I it's just the way I roll. Love it. Love it. Just like you, when you roll in, you got this shirt on and you got these giant arms Listen, and hands. I just got on I got on the Ohio State t shirt, man. Don't don't try and turn this on. This is not Every, about me. everybody Listen, sees you and they're like that guy's in the NFL. This is not about me. And this you is, know that. This is about your outfit with your latte right now. It's it's just a cup of coffee. We'll, Actually it's not. We are uh receiving gift cards for twenty five dollars to local stores and restaurants <laughs> uh for our foster teens here. That's right. Uh so you know Give. next time you go into Starbucks Get one. Think about Joel and his outfit. Get a couple $25 gift cards that these kids could use for some sandwiches and things. They want to go to Starbucks, don't they? D they do. Starbucks is weird that way. It's mm -hmm. like, it's ubiquitous. It just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants to go to Starbucks all the time. But that's the thing. But if you've never been to Starbucks, if you never had an opportunity to go into Starbucks, you're intimidated to go in Starbucks. Not to mention you don't know the sizes. The sizes will keep people from going in. When you walk in and it doesn't say small, large, or medium, and you like tall, grinding, mm -hmm. like what is like what are we doing right now? Right. Yeah. So you gotta learn the language. I know. And then you don't know what to order. They got these great TikTok videos of like I know. People pulling up in the drive-thru with their grandparents. Like, oh, hey, yeah. order a... A, a flippity-dippity or whatever. <laughs> and then, I, that's so fun. <laughs> I want a flippity-dippity-do. And, and she's like, what? Like, it's, I've seen that one. It is so funny. funny. And the dad gets so mad. Because so, he doesn't know. He has no idea. It sounds like, it's, it sounds like it could be a flippity-dippity. Because if you look at the menu, that's what it says. I know, man. Yeah. Uh, uh no, so on, on the one I the the radio thing I listened to is they talked about favorite like moments that you remember. Now for you, mm. that's got to be different because yeah. you played in it. Sure, but I the moment that I remember like that sticks in my mind the most about that game is when David Boston got in the fight. Mm. You remember when he punched the dude? Yeah, they was going back and forth, back, like on yeah. the yeah. I, now I I was gonna go look it up. We lost that game. We lost. We that lost game. that game. I know. We lost that game. I, was that him and Woodson? It might have been. In the nine in the nineties, mm -hmm. Charles. Mm -hmm. They used to go back and forth. Now here's the thing. Now, that kind of we did mad. we did beat Michigan one of the years that Charles Wilson was there. Right. Yeah. But because he I, was like one, he won one. Yeah. Yeah. He John won Cooper. one. Uh, that's the one, one of the ones that he won. Um, well, he won, he had two. He was two ten and one. Two ten. Yeah. So one of those I remember. But I, David Boston, I don't think had a great game. We won. I think he scored a touchdown. But that game that he got into it up there, we definitely lost. Yeah. 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 It's unfortunate. Um. So today, if you are a normal listener to the rest, we usually recap the message and talk about it, you know, the rest of it, other stuff. And Jared does a great job. Uh, the message this week, John did, and he talked about grace. He did a phenomenal job. Did you listen to I, it? I heard it online. It was great. Yeah. He talked about how um, basically in the, in the world and like the theological paradigm of the West and the Reformation and all that stuff, so much focus related to grace 
is on the salvation portion of grace mm-hmm. that like you're saved by grace. And so then if you're not talking about salvation, mm-hmm. you're not talking about grace. Sure. And he didn't say it that way, but that's basically what it is. Like, oh, you don't talk about grace enough. And then he's like, no, 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 no. It's all grace. Mm-hmm. The creation is grace. Uh, we don't deserve that. It's a gift. And then him handing us creation is grace. Mm-hmm. And then him giving us the law is grace. And even the judge, and obviously then the gift of Jesus, you know, Emmanuel, mm-hmm. grace, the the cross, grace, all mm-hmm. that stuff, which we kind of know, but then you just keep going. And then even judgment yeah. is, is, is grace. I loved it. And so if you didn't listen to that, please go listen to that. Um, uh, like I said on Sunday, sometimes we do some messages that aren't like fully just responses to criticism, but there becomes like a conversation in the church where, you know, people will hear me get up and talk about how, so I did a whole, I did a whole series about um, how we're supposed to know the living water so the living water can flow in us and then flow out of us. Mm -hmm. That we're not just here to receive the gift, but here to be conduits of the the gift. Like mm-hmm. we become part of the salvific movement yes. of God on earth. Love it. So when when you start to talk about that portion of the Christian life, uh, it's like emphasis. If you're not emphasis, emphasizing how we get into the relationship with God, the salvific grace, but you're talking about what it means that you're in one and that mm-hmm. we're saved by grace, but we're saved for good works. Mm-hmm. People think because you're, you know, pointing out one particular part that you don't believe the other part. Right. And it, and so sometimes we just try to make sure, like, okay, we're hearing from some some people mm-hmm. that we don't talk enough about <laughs> how important it is to have the gift of God, and 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 that you know we're we're not able to do all this without God, and it, it just couldn't be further from the truth. And sure. you know, sometimes, uh, you know. Uh, I get it. I understand when people hear that stuff because there's for people, and you know this, like there's usually like a central theme mm-hmm. that what their faith is about. It's like, yep. the, you know, you got to hit no matter where, what, however, mm-hmm. the, it always comes back to this. And right. for some people, that's what it always comes yeah. back to. Yeah. Sometimes is that, I mean, you even take, if you just take a step back and just look at the church as a whole, just the functionality, some people won't even walk into a church or get in line with or receive the message from a pastor if the worship isn't right. Right. Because in their mind— It's a certain way. This is the part that's the central part. And if you guys aren't spending X amount of time on worship, playing X amount of music— and allowing God and the Holy Spirit to move in a certain or even direction. Or style, the like, music. If the... it's not a certain way, I'm out. Like yeah. I, I, so we tend to pick and choose, again, yeah. and, and a lot of it is just based on how we're taught yeah. at one moment in our lives. And a lot of it is what was going on in your life when you received and accepted that Jesus was your Lord. And so yeah. that salvation part, where were you? And so yeah. whoever introduced you and whenever movement was happening and whatever situation you were, that's kind of where your framework becomes. And then you start. And you uh, think everything's got to be like that. Has to be that way. Versus really to your point, from a grace standpoint, Mm -hmm. from a salvation standpoint, Jesus didn't say like, all right, you have to look like this to receive me, Mm -hmm. to have me, to Mm -hmm. love me, to Mm -hmm. be me, to be with me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's everything. And Mm -hmm. so even when, no matter what church building I'm in, 
I was trained that the messenger is always representative of heaven, always representative mm. of God. So no matter what he or she looks like, just listen. they sound like, what the worship looks like, what the building looks like, what mm. the, how many people are in the audience, none mm. of that matters because the message could either be for you directly mm-hmm. or God is trying to get that specific word to you. So to your point, mm-hmm. you can go do the good works and pass the message on to mm-hmm. somebody that, mm-hmm. that needs it. So mm-hmm. um, being open and not being so structured mm-hmm. in a faith standpoint mm-hmm. um, and actually thinking that you know it all. That's a, a lot of it is ego too. Like ego. I know better. Well, to your point, we get a lot of people or certain people saying, we, you guys don't do it this way. You guys, mm-hmm. well, who's to say that the other people are doing mm-hmm. it the right way? Because right. if we're more on this side then mm-hmm. they're more on that and it divides you and gives you an excuse on to do things your way. And that yeah. those are the people that generally go, you know what, I'm good on the church. Thing. Right, yeah. I'm good. I'll just do it my way. You, there's a time for the mature, for growth, where you have to learn the difference between expression and style and mm. preference and the principles. It's yeah. like it needs to be in the book, but it can be out of the box in terms of methodology. There needs to be theological orthodoxy, but people ascribe preference to orthodoxy. They say, if it's not this way, it's not God. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, (laughs) you got to have a different lens to look at something and go, you know, God is in this and this is true to scripture and I can test this. And I know that it's, it's, uh, orthodox, it's, it's good, but maybe the way they do it, Mm -hmm. the, the, the style, the approach, is not for me. And and people just have a hard time going like, we, we use the word, it's preference. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to like what we do and you may not. And a lot of people don't and, and, and whatever. But, you know, at the same time, you do want to make sure that it is the most authentic expression of the truth and, and what you're teaching and, and, yeah. and an expression that's genuine. And you get watchdogs. Yeah. It's like people who walk and around and try to tell people, but really what they end up judging most of the time is the preferential mm-hmm. stuff is the kind of the the methodology but not yeah necessarily like they're not bringing up like theological things yeah. and then when they are it's it's not that we don't believe what they're talking about it's they're wanting us to bang yes. that yes. theological yes. drum yes. more yes. than another one and yeah. it's like bro yeah. come every week <laughs> sure yeah yeah but you can't it, you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago i mean if you walked in on the message and you're teaching and preaching about giving and tithing mm-hmm. If the, if there was someone in the audience that specifically came there with the agenda to evaluate how the church functions right. from the way that you walk in the door versus the message, they may categorize 514 as a church that is all about getting you to give money yeah. because they were just there on right. that Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I'd argue, and it's interesting, there are people that make money um, and get their views up and things on doing church reviews. And they'll say, hey, don't go to this place because of this. And if you listen to and get on Google and look at how people review churches, yeah. uh, they will lay out. There are certain people, I mean, full-blown review. These are the people that go in and write the reviews all the time about restaurants. Right. Like, don't go there because when I got there, I didn't get seated on time. But right. they didn't know that the lady who was in the front got caught. Like, you have to go multiple, multiple times. times. But it's interesting. You can't receive the message or even understand what's happening if— your primary objective is laying out the pros and cons of the criticism. Church. So you're whatever. just you're not even aware of what God is doing because mm-hmm. your agenda that day was laying out what's going on. And whenever you enter an atmosphere of God, 
and you're critiquing what's going on and trying to pick apart what's happening, all of a sudden you've eliminated the ability to be blessed mm -hmm. by the message mm -hmm. that probably was for you that mm -hmm. day and you got distracted on the wrong things. It's just so interesting to me how that kind of always happens where people prefer wherever they're comfortable. Yeah. Where, wherever they're comfortable. If you live in New Albany, you move to New Albany, job mm -hmm. moves you, however you got here, you live in New mm -hmm. Albany and your child plays a, a sport mm -hmm. or is involved with a, a after-school curriculum, whatever it may be, extracurricular activity, mm -hmm. and you just don't like the way they do things. You could easily say, you know what? I'm just going to put my kid in a private school where they're doing things the way that I want it done. Yeah. Or you can keep your child there, save yourself 25000 a year, and say, hey, learn how to flow and give your gifts in that in particular that environment. environment. So bring something new to the table if you don't like things are gone, or just figure out what's happening and be the best version of yourself and grow in that yeah. because you've never been exposed to it versus kind of taking them out and putting them where it's comfortable. And there's a difference between it being genuinely unhealthy mm -hmm. or it being just hard. different and hard. Yeah, it's just hard. Yeah. I think one of the paradoxes, and I digress because I want to talk about more of different stuff, but sure. the, the paradox becomes... Uh, even churches like ours, which understand using relevant language, kind of modern communication sure. style to get this ancient reality. And, and that is so necessary. It's mm -hmm. almost like the ship has sailed. Like you, you if you're not going to like, that's the same thing as translating a, 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 the Bible into the, a language. It's yeah. like, you got to translate yeah. the methodology into sure. the language of the <laughs> right. people. Well, right. unfortunately, the language of the people is comfort and consumerism. Yeah. So then you bring them in and they like it. Mm -hmm. So then you're playing to that appetite mm -hmm. that if they like it, they stay. Well, in raising kids and anything else you do, mm -hmm. leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus, it's like, you may like this, mm -hmm. but as you grow, there's gonna be lots that you don't like. Absolutely. And that doesn't mean That's good. that you throw it all That's away. Fantastic. You've got to like... You know, so then there's a part of it where I'm like, you know, like, I think the the takeaway for me on it all for people is look at the doctrine, look at it close. Do you agree with it? Do you learn? Do you start to, you start to experience God a little bit? And then you got to give it a period of time. Oh, yeah. Like you got to like stay with sure. it. And then the first time that it gets hard, mm -hmm. that's when you lean in. Mm -hmm. That's where like people don't think about it mm -hmm. that way. Like, why don't you want to be challenged? Well, isn't that across the board in life? Any other thing. Every, uh, I want to go to the gym, but as, yeah, soon, but as yep. soon as it gets hard, I'm leaving. Yep. Weight uh, loss, relationships, right. everything. Your right. new job that you right. prayed for, worshiped for, believed right. in, met with the pastor, right. like got prayer set, like believing on your hands and knees every morning, every night. Like, I just need to get out this financial situation. Get blessed with the job. Yeah. And then you get there in three weeks in, a month in, you're like, this is not for me. Right. Because like, it's too hard. Come on, man. So, yeah. So, okay. So, we obviously know everything there's to know about that, but <laughs> right. just yeah, put a cap on it. Of um, so, the reason I got Roy here today uh, is, uh, you know, we all, we all know that uh, this was the week of the game, and Roy and I, uh, we talk a, a lot. We, you know, Roy's a partner of the church, and and uh, we've done conferences and talks mm -hmm. and stuff together. So Roy and I will touch base. I always call Roy. Um, I have to answer the phone, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Well, no, you don't have to. It's just... It's okay. It's all right. I'm just saying. It's okay. If I don't answer, I might not hear from you again for three weeks. Well, you know, bro, listen, man. 
I got, <laughs> the next I got time my, I might I see my you, see then like you're like now like you're starting to get in shape now you're working out every single day it's ridiculous you know what I mean and that next time I see you on vacation somewhere tank top on your arms out then you come back skin just as dark as mine That's like, right. so I got to make sure I answer the phone when you call <laughs> listen because to this, who man. knows what who you will be when Roy's you get back Roy's trying to say that I'm a diva that's what he's saying <laughs> I, I'm a diva and maybe I am I don't know I, I don't feel like switching I'm, coffee hands you started in the left hand now it's in the right hand well because I don't want to turn over here All and right, drink man, it on this what is it by the way it is an Americano <laughs> <laughs> see you're gonna laugh at that do you do you don't drink coffee I'm not a, I mean, I've had, I mean, you know, I'll have my occasional Starbucks, but I've never had an Americano. What's an Americano? No, 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 no. No. Do you drink coffee? Occasionally. So you, you don't? I don't think that like a white chocolate mocha from Starbucks is coffee. So this is not that. This is espresso, which is like yeah. more yeah. rich coffee sure. with, with hot water. Yes. That's what you're going with. Yeah. So what you're saying is, oh, I just drink hot water and some espresso. It's not really coffee. It's just <laughs> no. It's, it's more. It's more yeah. caffeine. It's yeah. more. I got you. Intense than right. just a cup of coffee. Okay. So what we're doing is you're trying. You're tough guy in the coffee. I'm not tough guy in the coffee. I'm an espresso I'm just saying, guy. You're Double throwing, shot. You, you think Starbucks means it's frappuccino? Is it not a frappuccino? How many shots? I don't know. Double three. shot. Three. Oh, three. Two or three. All right. I'm just saying. But you just don't, but so you say every, but I mean, I wake up every morning, I have a cup of coffee. Okay, I do not. When I come back from the gym, I, I have don't. a, no. No. Do you take anything? Do you, do you? I like the Celsius drinks. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like those. Although there are people that's like, but these are so many things, ingredients that are terrible for you. And I'm like, okay. But does it have caffeine? Yeah. So it has yeah, a little bit of yeah. a. Yeah. So you get that kick. Is that, mm. do you? Like, I don't know if I really get, I just like the taste of okay, it. Okay. Yeah. And it's carbonated. I like carbonated drinks. Have you had the new poppy thing? I don't know. Who Ooh. is it? That's, it's is like that carbonated. Like, is that like dad in Spanish? I don't know. Poppy. It's this new <laughs> drink. It's carbonated. I got to give you one. No. It's really, really you good. You have them already. Well, I had one. Someone gave me one at a thing last summer mm. and, and people use it to make mixed drinks. Yeah. Right? Like fruity mixed drinks. I just want to let you know that the only reason we're having this conversation is because of your drink choice this morning. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Listen, man, I know. Anyway, it's carbonated and they got it's good. You need to try it. All right. So the game. What? Oh, I got crap on me. It's all good. The, the Americano. The game. Yep. So I called Roy and I'm always like, listen, man, talk to me. Tell me, I want to hear your mind. And then we had this, this conversation and where I, I want to kind of have the same conversation, but then also just basically take this to where we both, you know, tend to go is just more of a, a leadership discussion, mm -hmm. you know, and how, and, and how our take on leadership and how it would play into basically the context mm -hmm. of this three game in a row losing streak mm. and Ryan Day and all the stuff and so just let this just tell me like I asked you what's your take and you jumped right into kind of the the nasty online yeah. so just yeah go. so I, I the game you know I played in the game for context mm -hmm, just so mm -hmm, people like what mm -hmm. what do you know about so yeah. Roy we, obviously knows a lot about this game we a lot, play a lot a lot um. Michigan, 0-2 to 0-6, we were 4-1 against Michigan. We lost in 2003. If we beat Michigan in 0-3, we probably are playing for another national title that next year. We lost up there in Ann Arbor. 
Chris uh, Chris Perry had a huge game that game. Braylon Edwards played well, if you remember those names. But four well, pair I remember that year because I remember watching the uh, North Carolina with Philip Rivers game at uh, home. Okay, this North Carolina overtime. State. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that was yeah, crazy. That was yeah. Um, I think Will Allen had an interception at the end of that game. So four pair of gold pants. I understand what the game is. I was there for five years at Ohio State, played under Coach Jim Trussell. And if there was anyone that understood the historic meaning and how we got to each and every game every year and really put an emphasis on the game and not just winning the game and what it means to the people, but the history of Woody Hayes and Fran- Francis Schmidt and mm-hmm. how we got to go. Mm-hmm. Just and and when I say just understand, like giving us ten to fifteen minutes weekly and daily on the history. Hey, these are the people that came before. This is what it means to the city. This is why it's such a big deal. Yeah, I mean that was kind of when recruiting was kind of opening up a little bit more to out of state guys. Florida guys was a big territory for Ohio State, so you had guys coming from not, not from. Ohio that, that really didn't needed, they understand yeah. the rivalry, where a Florida, Florida State was a bigger rivalry than that. Now, when I'm watching the game, I watch it from a different perspective. I want to win the game just as bad as anyone else, any former Buckeye, for the brotherhood, for the city. And when we lose, immediately my heart shifts to, man, I feel awful for the guys because I know what goes into it. Yeah. To work every day, all day, as hard as you possibly can, and to know how heavy and how monumental and just how much it means to win this game. And so I'm like, man, I'm, I'm praying for the guys, man. I'm thinking about Kyle immediately because I know. And so this leads to my, I know that when, as soon as the game is over and we lose, hundreds of thousands of people are pouring into him the opposite and not even pouring into him. There's taken away from it, trying to break his glass, so to speak. And I can't stand and it bothers me that there's so much passion, not just for winning the game, but that passion then gets shifted and transferred into destroying and breaking down a 20-year-old with your words. And it's so much venom, it's so much negativity, it's so much hate, it's so much you should be fired. Then then it shifts to Ryan Day. You should be fired. Get out of Columbus. You don't deserve this. You can't lose three in a row. Who said that you can't lose three games in a row? Who said that that you can't do it? Harbaugh went through it and they didn't get rid of him. You stick with your people. I think in the times where it gets the hardest is where you need to lean it. To your point, you need to lean in Mm -hmm. and say, hey man, we got your back. We know you gave it your all. We have your back. Specifically for Kyle, this is his first game ever playing against that team up north. Guess what? C.J. Stroud didn't beat Michigan. Yeah. Right? Kyle McCord is 0-1. C.J. Stroud is 0-2 mm-hmm. against Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Day, obviously, you know, 1-3 right now against those guys. And everybody attacks him. They attack his family. They attack his character. And they don't care that he's won. They don't care that he's only lost three Big Ten games in the last three years and yeah. it's been to that. T- like, what else do you want? Right. We're 11-1, and one, right. still with the opportunity to yeah. play for a national title. But just the fact that, and this is for believers, non-believers, or just f- football fans, but as human beings, yeah. when you're watching a football game, a college football game, and something doesn't go the way that you want it to go, as soon as it's over, we have an open platform to destroy people. Yeah. And everyone's entitled to their opinions because that's the other side of it. I, I can have my own opinion. Sure. But it would just be awesome if what you do for a living or maybe who you are as a dad or a mom or who you are as a business person, and we just had a microscope 
on the decisions that you make and if and and all your losses yeah. were magnified and right. we got a chance to go right. at you. I just think that the, you know it's just too much negativity. That's the part that I don't like. Um and it make it makes me angry because these guys can't even defend themselves. Yeah. It's just open season. Yeah. And nobody's ever satisfied, no matter how much you win. Well, and part of the training, and, I'm sure that they're all going through, is how to manage all that and come how on, to man. deal with that. And so that's you why know CJ cut off. The, I, yeah. I don't know if you watched CJ's yeah. last year here. His approach to the media was totally different because yeah. he actually considered transferring from Ohio State after his first year as a starter here because of all the, the intensity that came out of losing that game. And that's what I said to you is I said, you know, so I, after the game, it's like, oh man, I can't, I can't listen to ESPN at night when I'm falling asleep. I can't, I don't want to hear it. Cause it hurts. I don't like, I don't obviously, you know, I grew up right here. I love it, whatever mm -hmm. my whole life. So it's, it's painful. And then, you know, it's like, I even had to listen to Ken Burns, like put me mm -hmm. to sleep. Like I'm like, let's listen to the civil war. Like, uh, yeah, just like something else. Do you drink like warm milk before something you go to else. sleep? Are you right. that guy? Are you that guy? No, 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 no. Ken no. Burns and milk before you go to no, sleep. No, just Ken Burns. Okay. But, but I turn it on the radio driving to work for five minutes and the sky is falling. Can't do it. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm listening to, you know, he didn't get it done and he, you know, that's why he gets paid $10 million a year to win this game. This is the game. And I'm just kind of like, okay, so, and that's what I said to you is I said, what, okay, what do you want? What do you want? Like, what do you want? Like, okay, so, I, and I said, I think that the way I feel about the game, I want them to win mainly selfishly because the way it makes me feel all sure. year. Sure. And then, but I think people want Ohio State to be, what Alabama every year you win it or every four years in the past 20 years, you win it. Mm -hmm. And, and, it, and the thing is, it's like, wait a minute. You mean, unless it's that right. it's all or nothing, you're either great or you suck. Yeah. And I, yeah. I have such a problem with that where I'm like, what I said to you is Ryan day probably needs someone to come in and say, you're the guy, man. You're the guy. We believe in you. Mm -hmm. Like you already beat them once. We know you can beat them again. And you care about their, their grades, their mental health, they're learning the game. I mean, everyone, there was a, there was talk in the NFL about uh, no Ohio state quarterbacks being able to be effective in sure. the NFL. Mm -hmm. Well, Ryan day comes along. Yep. Uh, you got two yep. that start right now. Sure. Say what you want about Justin Fields. Right. He's the man. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. He is a contributor. Sure. I mean, and in that, it's a different ball game, your team, whatever. Right. Look at CJ Stroud, enough said. It's like that's a Ryan Day guy. Yeah. This guy is amazing. And I what my thing about the leadership thing is you don't waffle either. Like someone needs to go in there and say, You're worth $10 million a year. Mm-hmm. You are an amazing coach. Mm -hmm. We're not just saying that. We know you can beat them. Mm -hmm. uh, we're with you whether you do or not. Here's five more years. Yeah. We, you know, and understand the big picture and not be bluffing. That is actually what's going to release the tension yeah. from him that, yeah. that we are with him. Yeah. And at the same time, give him the most, I think, platform and emotional kind of moment to, to rise up to the occasion more, less take the, you got to believe in somebody, but then you're not bluffing. It can't be, well, if you lose, then you're going to, yeah. you're going to get fired. No, I agree. 1000%. I, whether it's and, and Gene Smith is transitioning. Out. I know that's, so, that so, made me nervous. I'm yeah, like, so Gene's leaving, but I, Gene wouldn't 
quote unquote fire Coach Day and then no, leave no. and another athletic director come in. Right, right. Um, there could be pressure from the outside, depending on who that next AD is, if Coach Ryan Day didn't win the game next year. I think to next say, year, hey, yeah. you know, this but but again, if we're eleven and oh going into that game and play a whole game, it's not like we're playing a Michigan team that's right. down. Right. Right now, Michigan is at its peak yep. right now. We yep. had our peak. We yep. peaked with Coach Urban Meyer, yep. we peaked at once with Coach Trussell. Yep. We didn't really have like when we when Fickle would, like took over as interim and we had the turmoil with Coach Tress, that was a down situation for us. We just happened to look up and Urban Meyer was available. Yeah. Who knows who that next coach could have been? Because we could have got a coach that wasn't Urban and, and gone through the gone Michigan through a whole years. situation. So yeah. right now, we are they were they were the number three team in the country. Come on. Right? We were number one, they were number three. We we lost the game and we had a chance to win that football game. Yeah. Um, Even though, we, you know, we made mistakes, they played perfect. We it's had a, a chance. It's a way. And we had there. a chance. They're we there. were right there. Yeah. I love what you said about people, going, not not just a guy in leadership like Gene Smith, who's his boss, but just former players. Yeah. The, the voices that actually matter. The, hey, hey, coach, we get it. We understand it. We see, from a football standpoint, we understand how we lost this game. This is not, oh, you guys didn't talk about Michigan enough all throughout the year. You didn't study enough. You don't know what it means. You don't know the history. You didn't teach this. It's not even about that. It's literally football. Yeah. It's football. And it's not, I don't even think it's about who wanted it more. Yeah. Um, there are elements where you can get on the field and the winning team can always say, oh, we wanted it more. That's why we won. That's one of those cliche things. But in regards to leadership. Like emotionally in the moment, yeah. you know, they may have been. I think one of the X factors of a coach is their ability to get people unlocked, right? To mm -hmm. get them settled, to get them to play free and loose and wild. And, and to me, some of that stuff is maybe more of, of a, a, a topic to criticize or to see if a coach has the ability to unlock the potential sure. in the moment. Sure. But in terms of preparation, yeah. in terms of X's and O's, right. in terms of being a guy who understands a game, you know, I'm just like, and people say, oh, he wasn't aggressive enough. I'm like, you have no idea. Yeah, you have no you idea. don't know what football is because no he might have called the, the 10 most aggressive plays yes. in the world, but it's, Kyle's making right. reads. And he does a and, check down or whatever or, it may or be. Or the back, the, the defender, yep. he, he cut off my yeah. spot. Right. He right. beat that guy. People yeah. think, oh, that's not a good call yeah. until it works. And they go, oh, what a great call. Every every call in football mm -hmm. is designed, designed to be, to be successful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, when people are like, that's a bad call, yeah. I'm like, no, they're playing. Mm -hmm. right. I remember when my, my brother, <laughs> my brother, you know, I, I love my brother, but he, he's, he's a pothead. So we sat together and watched the Florida, uh, Ohio State National okay. Championship. Okay. And he was just like, like, what are they doing? Game. What is Ohio State yeah. doing? You were in that game. Yeah. And I sat there and I'm like, dude, they're not just not doing the defensive ends are destroying the tackles and right. getting right. it's not just like Ohio State is sure. You think they don't have a guy that gets paid six figures that, that knows that the yeah. tackle's getting beat? Yeah. They know. Yeah, yeah. And you it's, can't it's, do a game. About it. it's, it's a game. It's a game. They're yeah. playing and they're getting beat yeah. right now. I I, I think that. I would love, it's okay from a football standpoint. I think that in game decisions, fine, you can criticize that. Maybe like even that, even that conversation that your brother had with you. Yeah. Those are good football yeah. conversations. Even though I agree with what you're saying in regards to like, no, it's not like they're doing it on purpose to lose. Yeah, man. Oh, we just don't know. Oh, I guess we found out at the end of the game that the uh, their two defensive ends were freaks of nature and we couldn't right. stop them. So if you, 
for example, a lot of people criticize the the running down of the clock before halftime, kicking the field goal. There's some in-game stuff I get. If you want to criticize, like if I were to coach, I would have did this. Here's the problem with that. Say we go for it. They pick it off. Considering how the game is going right now, you don't want to give up a big play, a fumble. You, say they hand it off to Travion off the left tackle and he fumbles. They get it and run it back to the house. Then the question is, why, why would we run? Why would we do that? Everything is going to be criticized. So fine, criticize some of those things. I'm big on the character piece. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. How, does you, how do you go from loving a guy and saying, we're this, we're so great. Coach Ryan Day is everything. We're 11-0. We beat Penn State. We beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame. We had our, and, and, and he's, and now he's and not Coach a good guy. Day is telling you how much it means to you. In that interview with Notre Dame, when everybody, I love our coach. I, I love, love the yeah, passion yeah, yeah. that he has. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what we need, that toughness. We're, we love this Ryan Day. We love this version. And the rest of the universe was like, that's uncalled for. He's yeah. going in on Lou Holtz. Yeah. Now we shift, yeah. and when our guys, it's the same guy with the same passion, and the it, uh, massive parts of the fan base are like, he yeah. needs to be fired yeah. right now because yeah. he can't beat that team up north. It's ridiculous. It has nothing to do with, because now it's not Harbaugh, because Harbaugh wasn't there, yeah. right? It's right at this point in time, based on the personnel, based on where they are, based on identity, just based on the fact that it was a football game that came down to the last drive, they were the better football team. Yeah. Right? And a flip of a coin, you said it when we talked on the phone. We play that game 10 more times. We win five Ohio State wins five. Yeah. They win five. Yeah. Um, See, that's when people get into the like, like that's a better team. And I'm kind of like, okay, sometimes it's true. Sure. Like, like uh, sometimes it's actually true. Like the players, like Michigan has 19 guys that are going into the draft or whatever. It's maybe the highest in, in, in Division One. Right. But then, you know, you look at the other years. Remember when uh, Fields threw the interception at, at Clemson, you know, against Clemson in the bowl game and, mm -hmm. and whatever, and you're mm -hmm. just like, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Well, you look at who that was. That was Olave yep. and all those dudes. Yep. And you're like, we, we actually were yeah. a better team. So think about it this way. When Kansas basketball mm -hmm. loses mm -hmm. to number 19 North Carolina. Right. Guess what happens in the polls the next day? Mm -hmm. They're still number one. They are. Because they are. The basketball is different. Yeah, it's different. So, and I'm not saying that it, it sh shouldn't be. It makes sense. There's more games, mm -hmm. all that stuff. But w when you're looking at a team, it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that the better team always won. I'm not saying you're not right about Michigan. Sure. I do think sure. that they are the better team. I thought that before. But oftentimes the better team loses. Yeah. Oftentimes the better team loses. Yeah. And now when the coach can't put a team on the field that, you know, whatever, they operate consistently, mm -hmm. they their characters, all the stuff that Ryan Day has done perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're like, maybe this Bro. isn't the guy. But not when you're winning yeah. every game. Yeah. You're, you gotta, yeah. you know, we, we talked about Kyle McCord too. And yeah. it's like, He's new. He's yeah. good. You said it. You said he said it was, we're in a people act like, okay, we lost two in a row. Mm -hmm. We better go. Well, we mm -hmm. didn't play the same teams no, the last did. two years it's in a row. Two totally different situation. We we're it, and really we were reloading. the better team. Yeah, we're reloading now. This is a reloading and year. And now for us. Oh, we're gonna go up there with probably not as good of a team as we've had mm -hmm. the last two years, for sure, at quarterback, yeah. un, undisputably. Yeah. And then we're supposed to win that game. And yeah. now the pressure's on Ryan Day. Man, I, Come I'm on. sitting here, I'm sitting here thinking while you're talking, just kind of like, I know we're talking majority sports right now, but I think so so many people have faith the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where when we're winning, when we're up, when life's good, I love Jesus, I love church, I love my family, I love... And when something doesn't go the way that you want, you literally are questioning God. Like, yeah. I don't, like, 
why would you got to be kidding me? And then don't let two or three things happen in a row that you don't like. Right. Automatic. I don't even like this whole guy. Like, it, like I don't even know if this is for me. Yeah. I'm turning my back. Like yeah. you quit. Yeah. You quit on the very person, obviously, in Jesus that got you to that point because it got a little hard for a few days, a few months, a couple years even. You're like, this is the, the last few years have just been absolutely awful for me. I'm like, I'm and then now you're seeking out other things to replace the very thing yeah. that yeah. like you need to get yeah. through it. Yeah. I don't think we need a new head football coach. No. Right? We don't need a new head football coach. We don't <laughs> need a new offensive coordinator. We don't need new personnel. Like we well, just need another time to line up against the team and like come back next year. Well, and we said, remember we said, uh, okay, who, you, who? Like, right. Like, who, 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 who are you going to go get him? And then, then hey, you have to let him figure it out? Come on, man. Like, like that's ridiculous. One of the things that Urban got good at was losing to teams that didn't matter. Because people forget we lost, it was Iowa, we lost to Virginia Tech when we won a national yeah, yeah, title. Yeah, Braxton, uh, that was we, the, we, yeah. we, Urban lost some games. Um, but, he ended up beating Michigan and then won a bowl game. And, right? Yeah. So and he has you a forget named yeah, after it. You forget. <laughs> yeah. You forget that he lost some games to some teams. And you're like, wait a minute. Like yeah. he like we could have lost that Notre Dame under yeah. Urban, but we would have ran the table, beat Michigan, and so it wouldn't have mattered that we lost to Notre Dame right. because the game at the end matters. Yeah. Ryan's more like we're running the table during the season, and this Michigan game has just it's been a close one. Last year was a tough one because of how we lost in the second half. And I think all throughout the year, here's the thing: throughout the season, offensively and defensively, but specifically on defensive, we like everyone complained about the defense in the offseason. Fire Jim Knowles. He's yeah. awful. Look right. at what he gave up in Georgia. Right. Look what he did. And then he 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 heard he re, it. He retooled it. And retooled the defense. We got one of the best, and we still played one of the best defense. Number one, games. number two defense in the country. Come on, man. I mean, I, I, that's on, where man. I go. What else do you want as a fan? Like, I'm I love the team. I'm fine. All of it. Keep Ryan Day. Uh, you know, I want to beat Michigan more than whatever, everyone else. Maybe some people think. That's what it's all about. You know, I'm trying to understand the perspective of you get paid to do this. I don't even know if that's no, you don't. true. No, you don't. I mean, it's like, do you know what they do? They're mm -hmm. developing kids. It's school. Yeah. I know there's NIA. I know it's like not as wholesome as as maybe that sounds. It used but, to be, right. But it's like, look, man, you're, you're this place. We, we're so lucky. You and I are talking about this. We're so lucky as Ohio State fans. We have arguably mm -hmm. the top college football brand in the world in the world you know like like you're talking about south carolina mm -hmm. like no, nobody if you go to a different city in south carolina right. half the people like clemson right. or sure. whoever wherever sure. they are so go. it's not the same it's like you go to if you're in the seattle washington airport and you're in a concourse and you say oh you're gonna hear someone you, say some, I someone, someone's gonna say it. that's gus calls them the world famous yeah. buckeyes it's true mm -hmm. so i'm kind of like what a, you know, just you should enjoy yeah. what we have. Yeah. This is yeah. amazing. We get to be always in the conversation. Always. Every year we get to compete at a level. That was a playoff yeah. game. Yes, it was. I think that well, also the one other thing on the coaching is again, and you get into the fanatical thing, you hear the fans and he made the bad call and all that stuff. Do you know how many times they make calls that work? Mm -hmm. And you go, he's the man. Yeah. 
He called the same the thing same and thing. it didn't it work. It didn't work. The dude made the field goal. Mm-hmm. Michigan iced him. Mm-hmm. Okay, he let the clock run down. Yep. But if he makes the field goal, we we're not even, right. having the we're discussion. not even having the discussion. Who missed right. the field goal? Right. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, and then yeah. it all goes on the coaching. Come on, man. Yeah, some there's always a scapegoat. I get it. And and but here's the thing: he's paid $10 million to be able to take the criticism. Right. But my thing is from a fan base standpoint, at what point do we get out of passion and really start to pursue like the the nuances of the game? Like if we're gonna watch a football Come game, on. like don't 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 fall into the we just need to win. Like give give me some give me more than that. For me, I'm not emotional about the game for like I'm trying to look to see what's happening. Okay, that first interception, I'm like, that's on Marv. No yeah. matter how much I love Marv, you cannot allow a defensive back to get in between you and the football yeah. on a slant yeah. route. Yeah. I don't care. Marv has seen every coverage that you can throw at him from a inside leverage to head up to outside shade to uh five yards off to jamming him to whatever. Like if you run a slant route, you know we're throwing you the football, so you have to beat that guy inside. Yeah. So yeah. there's something that you're doing or something that you did wrong that the Michigan DB keyed on and got an interception. Now, Kyle is going to get looked at as the guy for throwing the football, but I'm looking at Marv like that cannot happen on, on a slant route, right? To your so, point about the, the players, when they have the vitriol and they're nasty, it's like, geez, why are you doing that? Because your insight mm-hmm. does mean something because wasn't a, a defensive back on Twitter or whatever that played for the Buckeyes and is in the league. I can't remember who. He's the one that was like, that's on Marvin. Mm-hmm. And so people were saying on Twitter that this is that was on Marvin, not yeah. Kyle. Yes. So one of the other pieces that bothers me so much is how true fans mm-hmm. that never played or don't understand football at all, they're just like, Kyle McCord sucks. I'm like, <laughs> right. so he had a 125 QBR. He had a 300 <laughs> yards, three touchdowns and a pick and he sucks. Yeah, right. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. You have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. He made, he, he if he's in the 65% or higher, mm-hmm. that's elite. So I'm just like, yeah. I, I, I hear that and I'm like, look, it's a game. Yes. They lost. Yes. They could yes. have won that game. Yes. Do you know how many people, end. you know how many people said CJ Strauss sucks? Yeah. It's His first like, year, CJ Strauss sucks. Yeah. His second even when he, I mean, Heisman Trophy finalist two years in a row. He sucks. He sucks. He's he doesn't run enough, right? He he just sucks, and 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 that's just that's just, everybody wants to look at whoever the best is in the nation at the time, and they want that. They want it's Nick all, Saban. They want. I hate they want all or nothing guys. thinking. Yeah. I hate yeah. all or nothing yeah. thinking. There is there is no room for nuance, and that's the only reason I really wanted to bring you in and do this. No, sure, is because everywhere else feels like. They have to say that they're not okay with mm-hmm. it. They, they all the guys on the radio. I'm sorry, T Bone. All those. They all think they have to say that. It's almost like they believe that their perspective isn't going to be valid if they don't say Ryan Day didn't get it done and right. it's his fault. And right. I'm just like, how do you not understand right. that? The, the amount of variables that sure. go into this yeah. uh, don't always lead to the what you're looking for, yeah. and that doesn't mean that what you th- your conclusion yeah. is correct. Yeah, you it's know, you're not right. correct. You're right. I, I think that's the loudest voice right now. I mean, and, and, and he didn't get it done. Okay, we lost a football game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now what? How about get on there? I would love people to get on there and say, hey, here, here are the five things that I think that cost us the game from a football standpoint yeah. versus just – a fan standpoint, from a football standpoint, these 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 are the five factors. And to your point, hey Ryan Day, we got your back. 
We know it's three in a row. We like we're not calling for your job. We just need to figure out a way to get this thing. I find done. it interesting because you know, even I, I just am that way. Now again, I am the optimist. I need to be yeah, brought I am down. Too. I, am, I too. am an optimist, yeah. but I remember the Georgia game and the way I, I felt proud. Yeah. I mean, I I'm like the dude missed a really long field goal. Mm-hmm. He makes that field goal. Ryan Day now has a national championship. Mm-hmm. Basically. Come mm-hmm. on. I mean, even if he beat Georgia, that's the national championship well, game. It's interesting though, if, if, if we beat Georgia and beat TCU, win a national title, and lose this year to Michigan, no, it's everyone, still, yeah. it still would have been the sky's fall. They wouldn't oh, care. Well, yeah, like, maybe. I mean, it would still be three in a row. We lost to Michigan, and it would be, yeah, we won a national title last year, but that was last and year. It, and if that's true, that's how it is. It's it's just too insane. Because so, I'm going, okay, so he beats, let's see, he beats Georgia, and then uh the 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 left tackle doesn't let Kyle get hit and they they get down there and they win by one with a mm-hmm. walk-off PAT. Mm-hmm. Uh, now what? Now Ryan Day's a really awesome coach. Yes. He's worth a $4 million yes. raise. Yes, There's Absolutely. no difference. Yes, There's no Absolutely. difference between who he is right now. He beat Michigan. He, that's yeah, what it that's is. That's it. Isn't yeah. that funny? Yeah. All or nothing. And like, I get yeah. it. I want to beat Michigan, but it's a game. Yeah. One team's going to win. One team's going to lose. Yeah. We have a premier yeah. program. We're going to yeah. beat them. We did it for 10 years in a row. What's, what's interesting is when me. people people eat, like for us, this perspective, the major pushback is you don't get it. You don't understand. You're not passionate enough. Like, I've had this conversation say that every to you. year. Come on. They'll say it to me. That's right? the reason they'll, I brought you on because no, I want to say this. They'll, and I'm like, no, they'll say it to me. And then their argument again, then I'll get attacked. But I won't get attacked for the passion. I'll get attacked because, well, you didn't play enough and you didn't, you didn't oh. do this. And yeah, maybe you scored a touchdown in a Michigan game, but yeah, you weren't like. So they'll attack my stats oh my to say gosh. I'm not credible to say that the guys in the locker room, I would imagine that every guy in that locker room wanted that game just as bad as anybody that I played with or any coach that I played with because that's what happens when you put on the scarlet and the gray. What I'm saying is, as a fan, as a supporter of the program, it's my responsibility to, when my guys are down, to pick their tails back up and say, man, like, I'm already thinking about, hey, I know we played Michigan in 360 days or whatever it is now. Like, in 360, like, let's get it. Let's go. Like, I'm already looking. We're going to be 11-0, and we're going to be playing at home against that team again. We'll be ready. We'll be ready to go in that moment. But now it's like, why are we going to keep pouring on our guys, telling them how terrible they are, how awful of a coach they are? It's like, what else and who else do you want to come in here? Usually it's the guys that have beat Michigan that are running their mouths that way. Everybody that lost to Michigan under John Cooper and them, Mm. ain't nobody saying nothing. It's all the guys that got spoiled who was under either Tress or under Urban that's like, man, I can't believe these guys. They don't have this. They don't have that. Like, I think they want it. I think they get it. I think they want to be about it. We just are not winning the football game. So now it's, hey, a a lot of the old heads, how about you guys come back around the program more and like you guys talk to the guys about what it means and just kind of get more of a, like those are the things that galvanizes a program. Jim Harbaugh decided he was going to go back and he was kind of like the trust where I'm going to go back. I'm going to bring back that old Bo Shen Beckler. He wears the glasses with the the hat and the old Michigan logo on his hat and just, we're just going to go back to power smash smash not fancy football and that's just going to be our identity yeah 
I think from a football perspective, we rely on the big play more. Now, that's yeah. a conversation. Like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. we're more big play, explosive. Wide receiver, yeah, university. Like, we're, and so now over the last, like, we're we're great at talking and touting our wide receivers and how yeah. well they're doing in the NFL. Yeah. But at the same time, Michigan is like, no, look, we got a, a guy that went 22 carries, 88 yards, two touchdowns, yeah. offensive line. Yeah. That's what we're doing. But how many people in the country yeah. are playing that type of football? Yeah. Almost no one. Right. Which is why Michigan can go into a game versus pretty much anyone and say, we'll take your three yards plus five plus six. We'll dump it off plus 13 because that's not a brand of football that 95% of the people play. That's the conversation that we can have. Do you want Ohio State to be smash mouth or you're great with having Marvin Harrison Jr.? Because there has to be a trade-off all of a sudden. When I played wide receiver, Ted Ginn Jr. never had over 900 yards receiving. Santonio Holmes, I think he may have had a thousand with a bowl game, but we weren't Put, Michael Jenkins went over a thousand one time yeah. in four and in, in fourteen games it took him to do it. Well, and those so, were the guys that kind of like were the beginning, and and you guys making it wide out. Listen, you. man, we are now in the era where that big time play, like we we pride ourselves in that. Michigan is like, like what receivers are coming we're out going of Michigan back. right yeah. now? Like you yeah. like. Roman Wilson had two catches or three catches for 30 yards in the touchdown. Like, what dogs are they putting out a receiver? Not too many. But they got two dogs at running back right now. And their offensive line has won offensive line of the year for the last two years in college football. So their identity is up front, smash mouth, this is what we're doing. Our identity is going over the top, big numbers, 50 touchdowns, Dwayne Haskins, Justin Fields, 40 touchdowns. Pass blocking. Yes, yes, yes. They got dudes that can move around. So our dudes go up to the NFL and play well on the offensive line that's because right. they're used to bl- that's what the NFL they game got is. Good wide feet. Our yep. game, Ryan Day has like created a culture. Like our guys will be successful of playing the NFL game, but right now at the college level, that identity is what we don't have yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Michigan guards and centers, those guys are doing well, but their tackles not so much. Yeah, yeah. Right. Their running backs are going up there and playing decently, right? But Corm's gonna be a guy that yeah, plays, I think, yeah, well. Yeah. So the identities are different. I would like the conversation to be revolving around yeah. that. Because Macro, we're, philosophical, the we're way great, you're going we're great about with it. Having Marvin Harrison Jr. We yeah. love it. Come on, Marv. Like we got Maserati Marv. We love that here in Columbus. However, in the game, you could take away Mar- Maserati, Marvin, yep. by just bracket coverage in yeah. that period. Well, you got to have a lot of stuff work for that to work. Marvin had 115 yards receiving in the game this past weekend. 18 yards came on a corner route in the fourth quarter when we were driving on the last drive, and 50 of those yards came on a one-handed grab. Let's just say he drops. Yeah. You take those 65 yards, he has an average football right, game. Right, So, yeah. Dude, if anyone can talk about it and 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 be objective, you would think it wouldn't be yeah. you because you are so connected. But if you can hear, you also, you're objective about it. I, I think you see it, but also you become... Like you're, you're, you're a pastor of the team, you know, you go in and you do the, you know, you do a lot of the chapels mm-hmm. for the team. And so you, you care about the players and the reality and, and, and the actual game. So that's why I appreciate that. The, one other thought for me is just, you know, it, it's, it, it's a game. It's a, it's a game where you're going to have two, two great teams that play. One's going to lose. We have had 10 years mm-hmm. where it was like, we win it. Mm-hmm. Like part of the beauty of respecting the rivalry is knowing like, it's like, if you have a friend, you know, like we were talking about working out, there are guys I work out with in the gym. There are days where I'm stronger and I perform better. And then there are days where they whoop my butt. And I, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens when you drink Americanos. Go ahead. (laughs) 
<laughs> there, are right. day, there are days when you're gonna, it's part of it. Yes. So we yeah. got to just like yeah. roll, like, yeah. just like, yeah, man, they beat us. That's yeah. what it's about. Like yeah. it still just builds on the, because all it does for me too is go, We'll, we'll have yeah. it. Wait till we have it. Man, and I, It'll like, be so I great. like being a person of resilience, man, and perseverance. Yeah. Like, keep talking. Keep, like, this is where we need to. Like, all right, Michigan fans, y'all running y'all miles. Like, they running their miles. Like, so Michigan Nation or B- Gold Blue Nation or whatever they call themselves is going nuts on us yeah. right now. And and we're going nuts on ourselves right now. So, we, we like, it's going to take us that much longer to recover because the entire fan base is against what we're trying to do. And yeah. I say entire. It's crazy. Uh, the people that are loudest right now. It's crazy. Um, and this is those moments for the people that are like, nah, like, let's let's figure this out, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll bounce back. We'll be good. Like, I'm looking forward to next year already, you know? And it's going to be a brand new year and they can say whatever the narrative. But I like the underdog mentality. I like to count me out. I like the back against the wall. And it's been that way for three years. We came out swinging this year. We just didn't get yeah, it done. Yeah. We just, just didn't get I, it done. I, I just want, I, I want him to hear that we, we, we believe in him and I don't, I hope somebody comes along and you need, you tell yeah. him next time you see him. Oh, for sure. But, uh, Hey, I love everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm gonna have Roy back again, um, soon. And, uh, this is the rest uh, listen to this Sunday. Christmas is coming up. Mm. Christmas services. We have Christmas services at our church Saturday at 5 p.m. on the 23rd. Sunday at 10 a.m. on the 24th. Awesome. 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. Come and uh, be a part of that. And we'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Peace.